kickback, bring the whole crew. Right around 10 came dressed in the nines. You already know what we really finna do when we pull up on the scene, pull up on the scene, pull up on the scene, yeah, we pull up on the scene. Welcome to this episode of The Trillist. On today's episode, I have Tate. What's up? Maggie. Hi. And Ryan. Hi, how you doing? Happy to be here. <laughs> so each of these student athletes um, are wonderful people. And I would like to ask each of you your majors, minors, what you want to do with life. If you don't know, that's okay. But yeah. So I'm Tate. Um, I'm a senior here at Penn. Uh, philosophy, politics, and economics major. Um, not really sure what I'm going to do yet. I'm thinking about law school or um, going into football coaching, but uh, yeah. I'm Maggie, I'm a comm major and consumer psychology minor, and I'm a junior, and I really have no idea what I want to do with that. Yeah, I'm Ryan, um, I'm a junior in the college, I study international relations, and I'm minoring in legal studies. Um, I think like public service is interesting, um, I think a lot of like education stuff is really important, and um, if I could leverage some of the things I've learned here to help people out with that, I think that'd be really, really cool. That's so dope. So each of you guys are doing different things, but I think the common thread is that all of you guys would say you need information, right? Access to knowledge, news, what's going on in the world. Definitely. Definitely. So the Trillis is sponsored by The Economist, and we have a personal link where our listeners and you guys, anyone in the United States and Canada, can use this link to get a 12-week subscription for $12. My friends, that is $1 a week. Isn't that phenomenal? It's robbery. <laughs> it really is. And The Economist is such a legendary um, news organization. Very highly credible and great. So all of you guys should use our link, again, in the description box to get your life. And it also comes with a free Economist-branded Moleskine notebook. Look at this. You're getting all this sweet deals by using our link. Heck yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's get into it. Our listener today submitted this issue. Dear Sia, how do I take more time for myself when my commitments are very demanding and time-consuming? I definitely think it's about, like, prioritizing, like, your in-between moments, like, in life. Like, you know, you gotta, like, get ready for bed and, like, you gotta, like, just, like, the little things. You have to make those, like, somehow about self-love. Like, like I always kind of think, like, if I'm having, like, I don't know, like, my, like, way of self-love is, like, just taking a bath every once in a while because, you know, you got to get clean. But, like, just, like, take time for yourself to, like, really just, like, be in the moment and, like, in the things that you, like, are necessities for your life because it's not taking away from any time, but it's just, like, taking time to, like, be in your thoughts and, like, have a second. Also, I think just finding something that you that you really enjoy doing because, I mean, you get caught up with school and, and whatever, um other things that that you have to do and sometimes it feels like you end up having to do things and you don't really appreciate the time that you that you um that you have for yourself so like for me I like doing music um on the side but I have to go to football and, and go to class and have a lot of stressful things come from football and 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 school but having music on the side is just something that I can choose to do when I want to do it and um I don't feel like there's any pressure with it. So I think that finding finding something that is uh, something that you really want to do um, and making time to do that is important. I think kind of echoing the, the two previous points, I think recognizing that particularly here at Penn, we have a culture that's like super, super pre-professional. And then like from an athlete perspective, that eats up 
like probably 80% of your time just then and there, taking classes, doing whatever sport you do. Um, like for me, at least, like when we get into like our sanctioned activities, or I forget what the NCAA actually calls it, but we're, you know, we're at the track 20 hours a week, and like that's a lot of time that I now have to supplement with, you know, studying, going to class, and doing whatever extracurriculars you want to do. So for me, something that's definitely helped is uh, finding something that has absolutely nothing to do with any of those things. Um, I think like most clubs on Penn's campus revolve around some sort of um, like pre-professional aspect that you may be interested in, which is like, of course, like very, very good. Like I think it's good that, that, that that's encouraged and, you know, like high waters raise all boats. So if you're around people who are really ambitious, like you're going to see more of that in yourself. But at the same time, that can be a little bit overwhelming. Um, so like for me, it's really been helpful to find, uh, and be intentional about making time to do things that have nothing to do with, you know, running in circles or on track and, uh, (laughs) and, uh, or, you know, taking classes or doing stuff that's career oriented. And, um, I definitely feel like that's helped like my mental, physical, emotional, like a whole lot by just kind of scheduling time each week to like turn all that off. Mm -hmm. What I like to do at like the end of each night. So I'm not an athlete, but I am busy. I have a work study job. So I work for like 10 hours a week and then I take classes and I have the trellis and I'm involved in like other clubs that are very high commitment and whatnot. Um, but every night before I go to bed, I listen to like the Wendy Williams show, like her hot topic segment on YouTube. And that's a quick like 20 minute, like, oh, I'm getting connected to like the world and like pop culture. And that's like fun. And I like to do that and it lets me like decompress. And then I also, before I go to bed, I like read the Bible app and like pray. So that's great. And when I'm really feeling like in a bad mood, which I should really journal regularly, but I tend to do it when I'm really pissed off or really sad. Um, But I do that too. I journal and like listen to music. So that's how I recharge, I guess, which is great. Or even like what you said, taking a bath and making things more personal. In the morning, I listen to my Joy um, playlist, and it has all the songs that make me want to, like, scream and shout and um, (laughs) stuff like that. So I think that's important. I think another thing, too, that I find myself trying to do when I feel, like, really, really overwhelmed by, like, commitments and things like that is just taking a moment to, like, be really, really present. I think it's, you know we're like really glued to our phones and then you're, there's always like the next thing you're trying to like work to get done. There's all these, all these deadlines you're working with like around the pen. And I think like take a moment to like, I try to each day at least like right when I wake up just to literally turn my phone off and like, I'll, I'll make my bed, I'll make some coffee and I'll just turn my phone off for like 10 minutes and just like think about whatever is on my mind or whatever I'm like stressed about. And like that definitely helps me a lot too. It's just like being completely in the moment and not worrying about whatever has to get done or, or anything like that. That's definitely been, really really advantageous for me it's even interesting because when I do my work I leave my phone in my room and I don't do work at home at all I just go to a separate space and it helps put me in that I'm here to get my work done it makes me very efficient how do you guys I want like each of you guys since you're both athletes and have demanding athletic schedules but also class schedules can you give me one thing that you do to prioritize yourself? Like, I know Maggie spoke about the baths, but can you say, like, one other thing, please? I, like, love walking and, like, exploring. So, like, if I, like, need time to just, like, kind of, like, be with myself, I love, like, walking down to Center City and, like, finding a new spot. And, like, one time last year I walked around for, like, six hours and, like, just, like, in, like, my thoughts and, like, my music and didn't even, like, go on my phone and, like, 
by the end of the day, I was in such a good mood and just, like, so happy and, like, just, like, really, like, having time, like, for yourself and not stressing out about, like, not hanging out with anyone or not talking to anyone and, like, not thinking about, like, class. Just, like, having that time, like, really just, like, boosted my mood, actually. And, like, I think it's just, like, very good to, like, have, like, a recharge from, like, the Penn campus and, like, everyone. But, yeah. Sheila, it's interesting that you said that because I've started to walk to Center City to get little stuff at, like, Sephora and Mac. But <laughs> I'm going to start doing that every Friday and not actually, like, buying anything. Because um, it's great because you look – it's a straight road. Mm-hmm. You literally just walk down. You see different people. If it's, like, great weather, you're just, like, in nature. And it's really, like, therapeutic, you know? And, again, yeah. you listen to your music. Totally. And Philly's, like, so interesting. Like, it it just, like, really, like, stimulates your mind, honestly, just thinking about everything. I think something, like, I definitely find myself more energized by being with people. Um, so something I'm definitely trying to do more, and I think this definitely gets harder, like, the older you get and the more commitments you kind of tie yourself down with um, in college and beyond. But I try to, like, call somebody either from home or, like, a family member I haven't talked to in a while or just, like, a good friend that has nothing, like, no affiliation with, like, this campus or anything like, at least once a week. Um, and that's kind of a, an opportunity for me to just, like, think out loud about stuff that, like, they have no attachment to, and then I can hear about, like, whatever their experiences. And, I don't know, I just like catching up with people. So that's definitely, like, very refreshing for me. And, you know, it's easy to, like, I've, I've kind of, this might get parochial, I've kind of said this before, but, like, when you get super sucked into the whole, like, OCR process or now it's midterms, this and that, it, it can get really repetitive to talk about the same four things with everyone over and over and over again. So, like, for example, a lot of my friends go to, like, ASU and U of A and, like, in Arizona. So, like, they, they, like, they, don't, they don't have – they're not doing all that right now. So it's, it's, it's definitely refreshing to hear, like, the things that they're worried about or the things that they're concerned with. Um, and then just, like, kind of obviously catch up on about a relationship that I may not have had some, so much contact with, in, like, recently. So that's definitely something I try to find myself doing. Nice. Also, one thing that um, I noticed similar to reaching out to friends and people from back home is just uh, reaching out to your family, especially because um, you come here to college and you kind of just want to start doing everything on your own. But um, when you reach out, I mean, for me, like I call my mom and all the pressure that I feel from school and football, like I don't feel any of that from her because um, it's just like I can I can just talk about what I want to what I want to talk about and then. And she's all like she it feels like she's always on my side, and I know like she always is on my side, so I think that's also a refreshing thing too very true and it's nice to just like like with all your friends and stuff, like everyone kind of like feels like they're the victim, so it's like you're like, oh, I feel sick, and they're like, oh, me too, but it's like <laughs> if you're like, mom, I feel sick, she's like, oh my God, baby, like are you okay and it's just like nice to just feel someone who like cares about you and like isn't trying to like compete with you all the time, just have mm-hmm. someone like honestly just like love you and like you hear that, and you're like, okay. I'm cool. So I'm cool. true. Your day ones. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I, I think kind of adding to something that Maggie said earlier, it's actually really, really nice to, like, get off campus because, I don't know, like, I definitely associate, like, all the buildings here with, like, work. So when you can totally remove yourself from that environment, I definitely find myself, like, calming down a little bit and just thinking about whatever I need to think about. So uh, I definitely find myself doing that a little bit, walking down to Center City and just, like, sitting in Rittenhouse or wherever it may be. Reading is usually my uh, my location of choice. But, uh, yeah, like, I definitely agree that getting out of here when you can is, like, definitely, definitely really good um, for your mental. Very important. Yeah. 
Well, thank you guys for all giving your wonderful advice. Hopefully this listener and our other listeners will take it. Um, I want to give a caveat. We are all not doctors. It's not the Dr. Sia and Friends show. <laughs> um, but we are all college students who have gone through different things in our lives and have learned lessons. And we want to share the wisdom, the little knowledge that we've gained with all of you. So please take it. For more chill content, follow Sia on Instagram at S-I-A-L-I-N-D-A underscore and the Trillis' Instagram page at T-H-E-T-R-I-L-L-E-S-T underscore U-Pen. So again, it's at Cialinda with the underscore and at the Trillis underscore U-Pen. If you could please rate and leave a comment on this podcast, that would be great. It would help us be more easily identifiable on iTunes and so on and grow our listenership and tell your friends. Thank you. I would like to thank Henry for sound engineering this episode in the Kelly Writer's House for letting us record in the Rexler studio. Peace and love. 